I have a question. If a podcast shits in the woods, is the Pope Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Charbroil Chats. Thank you. Great to be here. Good to be here, Walt. Mm. Good to be here. Good to be anywhere. My daughter and her son, or her son, <laughs> her boyfriend were over for dinner last night, and they were like, oh, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, oh, I'm doing this podcast thing, and Matthew goes, a podcast? You're on a podcast? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Charbroil Chats. And he gets to his phone, he like, blah, 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 brings wow. it up, and he was just so impressed. <laughs> okay, so tell him to share it with yeah. everyone he knows, and subscribe. Right, so I said, listen up and let everybody know. Yeah. And like. Oh, he was just beside himself, he was so excited. Do you? I don't know if you remember this, Walt. A few months ago, I said like when we were online talking like this, I, every time you said something, it sounded like you were sanding wood. Right, right. I it's I I'm hearing that again. I don't know why, and I don't know if it's you or Bailey. It might be me because I have a vest on, so that's probably why. I, it's my. Oh, maybe it. Maybe that was it. There you go. Bailey took three seconds to figure that out. What was it? It's my mic. It was rubbing up against my collar. Oh. There we go. Is it okay like that? Okay. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> We're okay now? I'll yeah. sit as still as I can. No, that's all right. I just didn't know, you know, if everyone else heard it or if it was just me. <laughs> well, I think we should clear up the uh, thing about the oxygen, the pulse oximeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bailey was going to ask her daughter, but I guess she didn't get around. No, to that. that's what she sent me. Oh, that's what she, she sent. She sent me that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did. I see something. No, it was Walt. Walt was asking that I don't remember <laughs> again. <laughs> What's your name? Yeah, Grace. We sent it right to your house. We shipped it there. Bailey sent me the the answer to our question: is how does that thing that clips on your finger read your oxygen level? And and it says the pulse oximeter 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 works out the oxygen saturation by comparing how much red light and infrared light is absorbed by the blood, depending on the amounts of oxy-HB and deoxy-HB present, the ratio of the amount of red light absorbed compared to the amount of infrared light absorbed changes. I never would have guessed that that's how it worked. I had like three other ideas. Yeah, you said skin respiration was your idea yeah something like that right yeah like a frog breathes underwater or something so is the thing shining a light on your skin and then your skin reflects it must be it must be so i'm gonna i'm gonna text her right now and then an an infrared and a red and it compares the two that's cool and i'm gonna i'm gonna ask her who would who would have even guessed that you could do that right right Who, who invents right right who invents this stuff well, who would have figured out, how, right, how to do that? This is why I don't have any money, because I'm not someone who would invent something like that, sadly. I'm going to ask her in layman's terms what all that means. Are you guys into crypto? Uh, one of my brothers does. Yeah? Yeah. I don't. What the heck does that involve, anyway? I, I, I still don't, under, I don't understand it. I don't either. I really don't. I've actually sat down and watched YouTube videos. Yeah. It doesn't do any good. It still doesn't make, like, same as NFTs. I was thinking of getting like a crypto for dummies book. Yeah, there must be one. Well, I'm sh- I can't imagine it does not exist yet. Right, right. Maybe you should write one. Although it was funny, you know, when I started <laughs> work at the university, one of our departments is biostatistics, right? And I mean, 
It is dense. So I bought a book, Biostatistics for Dummies, but I needed a Biostatistics for Dummies on Biostatistics for Dummies because it was, I still couldn't get it. I mean, uh, now that I've been talking more to the, the faculty and researchers who do that, you know, I understand it at a basic level, but like the tools right. that they use, those statistical modeling, I don't get it all at all. Do you think the crypto thing is just, it makes you feel like an old fuddy-duddy. Like you should, you should get it and you should believe in it because the young people do. So there must be some lacking on, on our part. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Luis keeps telling me his friend's brother has been doing crypto and he has like a Lamborghini now and something else now, you know, and he's made a lot of money in it. And, and I don't think he's lying actually. Like, I don't think this friend is lying. He's, you know, right. a good friend of his and not a jerk or anything. So, you know, I mean, I open my wallet and I take money out and buy something. How do you buy a Lamborghini with yeah. crypto? I mean, is there an exchange or is it all digits all on the... Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if he bought the Lamborghini with crypto, but he made the money through crypto trading. Right. And do you take it to the bank and, you know... I, I guess you must be able <laughs> right. to. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I have no... I, I really... You know, it's it's interesting because it's based on the blockchain, right? Blockchain stuff, which is all about security of data like i really haven't even read anything like an article somewhere about it so yeah you you have a number that nobody else can possibly dis what do you call it decrypt and get your stuff but what does that mean well and then there's that dude that lost his number right yeah he lost (laughs) it and he lost millions of dollars like his password or something right yeah could have written it down. He did. He threw, I, from what I understand, he threw out the paper. Oh, <laughs> paper. That's the problem. There you go. You should have had it tattooed so he would never forgotten it. Yes. And then someone would cut off your arm. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but I had another thing I wanted to mention right off. I wanted to apologize because I made some comments in one of the previous episodes about power of the dog. Mm. I said I didn't like it. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. And I just want to apologize for saying that because apparently I was completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. I've got 12 <laughs> nominations. And I just want to go on record that I, I probably, I may not have even said what you thought I said. Oh. I really did like it. <laughs> I just don't want the Academy to cancel me for saying I didn't like it. That's my point. I, I said it felt ponderous, but apparently... Well, it I, looks kind of ponderous, even though I really love her as a director. I love her stuff. Well, I think that's one of the main things about it that I've read, is that it's ponderous. It's supposed it's, to be, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, It may have just been the mood I was in, but I, I just didn't like it. But obviously I was wrong. I so guess so. I want to apologize to, to Jane and benedict and and to you all of you and to our listener and the academy don't cancel me thank you you know we talk about movies a lot maybe we should just do movie all right just call it a movie podcast yeah whatever charborough movies i know you're right i guess we talk about other stuff yeah what were we gonna we were gonna talk this week about the games that we get obsessed with right yeah. Oh, right. And I think That's I right. mentioned, Walt, that the only That's reason right. I ever got obsessed with games is because you would send things to me. Right. And I would tell you not to send them, and you would still send them. Right, right. There were all those um, 
what do they call them? They were like maze games where these little creatures would march through and you'd try to shoot them mm -hmm. before they got to the end. Like Pac-Man? Kind of like Pac-Man, but, you know, they were early days of mm -hmm. online video gaming. Yeah, like Centipede was one of them, I think. Well, Cent Centipede was a... Uh was when you'd play in a bar. It was always on the oh. consoles. That's what I used to play. Oh, I that. never did that. I just had it on my computer at work. <laughs> oh, yeah. I played at the Lantern in Lake Forest, Illinois. <laughs> the Lantern. <laughs> it was our watering hole, the Lantern. Oh, that's funny. Where did you go to school? Lake Forest College. It's outside of Chicago. Oh. Hmm. Small liberal arts school. Sounds nice. It was beautiful. Lake Forest. Well, that's hmm. where uh, Ordinary People is. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, back to movies again. There we go. Oops. Uh, yeah. Oopsie, circle around. <laughs> yeah, they shot that in Lake Forest. And uh, hmm. we all went and watched them shooting the scenes in town. And oh. We remember looking and watching a scene with Robert Redford and going, man, he, that guy is so short. Yeah, I'd heard that. Was he? Yeah, he's about my height. He's like 5'7". It's he's funny, so I never think of him as short. I don't know why. No, you don't, because he's, he's always standing on a milk crate or something. Probably. Even Newman was taller than him, and Newman wasn't a giant. Right. Right. Remember Ghost Story, mm -hmm. Fred Astaire? Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. final wow. scene in it, he walks down the street, and they shot it two two blocks away from where I was living. They, You know, everybody knew they were going to do it, so I got up like at 2 o'clock in the morning they did it. It was perfect because it was snowing like crazy, and Fred Astaire was driven up in the car. And they had like three blocks, the entire three blocks lit. <laughs> generators and lights and everything and i guess it was a period piece of some sort and they had old cars parked along the street and if you stood there and looked at it you'd think i'm looking at a movie it was perfect already and then all he did was get out of the car and they said okay and he walked down the street fred astaire yeah i love fred astaire it was so it was a magical movie moment without it even being a movie you know it's cool. cool and he was a little old guy creaky guy <laughs> fred he it, that was based on a book that uh, a rochester writer wrote yes I don't, I don't remember what's the story ghost story <laughs> yeah but what's the what's the plot line you know i've never seen it but i think it has to do with like someone who got murdered or killed and these guys were involved somehow when they were young yeah it, i think it was that guy who was the writer who was incredibly popular for a while. He did a couple of things. Uh, Norman Mailer. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I can't remember. Here, again, facts that aren't facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clive Cussler. That's it, Clive Cussler. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh, he was a writer. My actually, my father edited one of his couple of his books back when he first was started, like in the seventies or his books. They're sort of adventure novels. Oh, yeah. It's like about. A guy who's a professional diver or something, and then he solves mysteries by, <laughs> by diving. Shipwrecks and all kinds of... Yeah. Oh, my God. That's yeah. a real, like, uh, niche, right? Huge, huge. I mean, the guy made billions. Wow. Um, and he was an asshole, too, apparently. Really? One reason. Yeah, my father started work, stopped working with him. He's like, he's just an asshole. This isn't worth it. Oh, that's so funny. Well, you guys have been reading those articles about the divers who just do that free dive and they go as far yeah. as... Yeah. Yeah. That's as bad as climbing on the top of skyscrapers. It is. I was going to say, I get the same reaction. The same agita? Like, oh my God. Well, this, have you guys seen the documentary about the, the people who dove to rescue all those kids in... Um, that were stuck in an underground cave. Oh, I remember that. They, they, they did that, that field trip. Yes. And they got stuck. Yes. 
Is that on Netflix or something? I haven't seen that. It's supposed to be very good, though. Boy, I would like to see that. I can't. It, it would be hard be. to watch. I'm sure I'd be, like, covering my eyes most yeah. of the time. But <laughs> that was incredible. Oxygen. Wow. Anyway. Um, so Snood was the first one I remember being addicted to. Do you guys remember Snood? Yeah. I'm trying to remember exactly how it worked. Yeah, you had a little guy, the Snood guy. That At least that's what I Snood. called him. In the bottom, and there were rows of all these different, um, you know, like little icon images. And I believe that he had to shoot to get at least three of them together, and then they would fall. But they, at the same time, they'd be coming down further and further. And, you know, as the level went up, you'd have more of them, and they'd come faster and faster. So it's centipede under a different name. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe they're all the same. They're all the you know? same. All those yeah. Games, yeah. Kind of. Well, they all trigger that thing in your brain. You get the a little endorphin yeah, hit yeah. every time you have a little success. Oh, is that the idea? I think so. And then when you when you fail, you still think to yourself, well, obviously I can do better than that. Right. So you yeah. start over so again. You start again. You know, one of the games uh-huh. I'm addicted to right now, um, I inherited Luis's old iPad, so I reinstalled it on his iPad. So I started at the beginning, right? And... For some reason, on the iPad versus on my um, Kindle or whatever I have it on, uh, I have to I have ads in it. It's really interesting to see the ads for the other games, though, because they'll always say, "Can you do better? Can you, you know, right. are you as smart as a ninety, you know, whatever?" And that's right. really that. So it right. obviously taps into that. No matter how complex the game, from those simplest ones to the Grand Theft Auto or whatever. I think they're all the same. They operate on that same endorphin principle or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it, 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 it's an addiction. It can be an addiction. Yeah, it's like it's like playing blackjack or something at a casino, or you're like, oh, you've lose, and I'll, I'll get it this time, and it's the same. Yeah, kind of I'm sure. Um, but it's interesting, like when you think about games that you play, like with a group of people. I don't. I wonder if like the same principle applies to all those games, you know? Because like if you're playing. Monopoly or the game of life or something like they're so slow moving. Like, do you still get that endorphin rush or is it something else? Is it more like the communal thing? Play? I don't know. Well, when, when you roll the dice and you get the number you want to get to the square you want, you're like, yes. Yeah. So you do right. feel it's just maybe in smaller batch, smaller bursts. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. Often in those games, you'd, yeah. you're not successful all the time right. you know like in like in snood you get that little hit every time you explode a character right. or whatever it is right and but in in gambling in traditional gambling or board games i don't think it's uh, I, what you're saying grace you don't get the feedback every couple of seconds right. that keeps you hooked mm-hmm. it depends on peer pressure to keep you playing yeah what hooks people on gambling then I think it's a lot about the money. You know, I mean, seriously, what what does hook people on gambling? What do they say? Yeah, what do they say? What do what do they say? The money, right? And they keep go they keep going back, thinking that they'll the next time will be the big hit. But they never win. You know what I mean? They never win. Yeah, and I, I and I think it almost doesn't matter. Yeah, that's the impression I get. Whether they win or lose, it's it's the thing. It's doing the thing. Thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, right. The rush while you're doing it, you mean. Right, right. Speak English, Doc. We're not scientists. That's where we are. We have no idea what we're talking about again. 
<laughs> yeah, we don't know anything about cryptocurrency. Right. We don't know anything about gambling. We don't know anything. So what is it you're addicted to now, Grace? The, uh, right now, two things. Um, the spelling bee in the New York Times, although mm. that's a tough one to be addicted to because it's only once a day. But I did find a generic word game online that you know that replicates that so I can do that. Yeah. And uh, the other one is, it's called Fruit Blast, Fruit Blast. And uh, it's just a really like goofy, you know, the images are very, you know, Candy Crush images, like from Wreck-It Ralph, mm -hmm. you know, it looks like that. And, but you just go up and up and up and on one, on right. my one Kindle, I'm at level like 2200. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and on the iPad, I'm at like the 600 level. <laughs> are you playing right now, Grace? I could be. <laughs> I thought about bringing generic word game on here. Right. Yeah, Cecilia does word games and then the balloon one where you shoot the thing and yeah. the pops uh -oh. of balloons. And yeah. I don't know that one. Yeah, it's just like the others. That's not much difference, but it's that same. You don't play, Gick Bailey? You don't. I don't play the bubble one. I've tried it and I've lost interest kind of almost immediately. But do you do casual? Yes. I'm a big Candy Crush person. The newer one. Yeah, I have like three or four games that I play kind of intermittently, and then I do the crossword by hand. Yeah, and it's funny, I think, like the kinds of stuff that you're attracted to, because I'm definitely attracted to things that have the puzzle element, right? Yes. And like when I look at Luis, all he's doing is shooting people. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's definitely a, not a lot of nuance, right? Like there's all the different loot things mm -hmm. you can buy and, the, you know, all the different tools they can use, but they're just shooting people mm -hmm. and running. You know, and, and that's... Which one is that? Well, Luis, let's see. What does he play a lot of? Um, Destiny and Fortnite and Star Wars Battlefront. They're all the same. Right. You know, they're basically all the same. But some of them look really cool. Well, yeah. And some of them have really cool yeah. music. The uh, casual ones, I'll do those for a couple of hours, but I never get... I never want to go back to play Candy Crush or... But I do get hooked mm. on the complex Xbox shooting games and stuff. Because you talk about an endorphin mm. hit, man. When you... Yeah. Gives you that little feedback on the trigger. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, spelling bee doesn't do that. Do you put that Do you put that little thing in your pants, too? <laughs> that has to be not far away. Yeah. Like, that's a real joystick, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it exists now. <laughs> Maybe that's why Luis always has a pillow on over on his lap. <laughs> Little bit, yeah. Should we stop recording? Or no, we have to say, hey, thanks for thanks for listening. <laughs>